The Chinese spy balloon was collecting sensitive data in real time. We're going to talk beer and country music today <laughs> and how both of them have lost their ever-loving minds. I've heard they're both a drag. And speaking of a drag, the approval ratings of the president are dragging again. All of that today on the Palmetto Family Matters Show. Welcome in to another edition of the fastest growing, strongest conservative talk show in the state of South Carolina, the Palmetto Family Matters Show. Justin Hall, Mitch Prosser, Ozzy Albies, Tra- uh, Austin Riley. You don't even know who they are. I don't even know who they are. This is Austin Riley. He just celebrated a birthday. Joining us on the set today, it's baseball season. Opening day was just last week. Uh, we got the Masters coming up at the end of this week. It's yeah. a great time on the sports calendar. Oh, yeah. But plenty, Mitch, going on. Uh, on the political calendar yeah. and There's in the social conservative calendar. Yeah. Um uh we're going to get to a couple of those Where topics. do you want to Where do you want to go first? Do you uh, want to well, spy balloon? Let's do spy balloon. All right, let's get yeah. spy balloon out of the way really quick. This according to uh, yeah. the Daily Wire, headline by Ben Whitehead, Chinese spy balloon collected intelligence from sensitive military sites You're kidding. and sent it back to Beijing in real time. No way. According to a new report from NBC. Now, again, this is just for what it's worth. We knew that this was collecting data. Uh, this spy balloon, if you don't remember, was able to traverse the country for a week in late January, early February, before it was shot down off the coast of South Carolina. Thank you. The officials cited that the communist nation said they could have gathered even more intelligence. But the Biden administration had if the Biden administration had not taken action to move potential targets around to disrupt intelligence gathering. Oh, thank goodness. So I'm so glad they chose to just move stuff around instead of shooting the thing down. The State Department has previously acknowledged the spy balloon had intelligence gathering capabilities. The balloon flew over Montana the home of a nuclear missile ICBMs. silo field yes. at Maelstrom Air Force Base, and it took a path flight that could have allowed it to collect intelligence at several other sensitive military sites. China claimed it was a civilian airship. The spy balloon did get shot down over the Atlantic Ocean on February 4th when the U.S. military wow. used an F-22 Raptor to down the object with a single air-to-air Sidewinder missile. It's been two months in two months. Wow. Time okay. moves fast when you're not having fun. General Glenn Van Herc, commander of the North American Aerospace Defense Command, or NORAD, mm-hmm. and the, the United States tracks, Northern Command. the ones that track Santa every year? Yes. Okay. Said that the balloon was up to 200 feet tall and weighed in excess of a couple thousand pounds. Okay. Subsequently, after this balloon was shot down, we shot three others down in Alaska, Lake Huron, and Canada because now we're just going to... You're in our air. All right. Um, that's just what we're doing. So the big thing about this is, and we touched this off the very top so we can continue to move on, uh, conspiracy theory, meet truth. Hello. In the words of Senator John Kennedy, we're going to have to start finding new conspiracy theories because all the old ones are turning out to be true. Yeah. Well, color me surprised on this. I, sure. I'm just shocked and amazed. I'm almost, you know. Shock and awe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't go there. You know, that's what the F-22 did to the cute little holiday uh you know, birthday balloon there. Correct. Um, maybe it was Chinese New Year. I, I don't know. You know, hey. Um, but in South Carolina, we don't play that game. So once right. it got off the coast, uh, Myrtle Beach area, boom. You know, and thanks to those brave men and women that, uh, you know, acted swiftly <clears throat> uh, to to make sure it came down. Sure. Uh, 
you know, what, what amazes me, uh, what truly does amaze me about this is that people are amazed by this, uh, namely uh, our leaders mm-hmm. in the executive administration. Right. Um, and I don't know that they're amazed by it. I think they're trying to act like they are. They're trying to say, oh, gee, golly, I, I can't believe this happened, when in all reality they were maybe, uh, if nothing else, uh, complicit in it, I'm not saying there's some grand conspiracy with the Chinese or anything like that with Burisma right. or anything like that. Um, but what I will say is that one one would guess that uh, leadership is lacking, as we've said time and time again. What on the fastest growing conservative uh, talk talk show. show in the state of South Carolina? There's a vacuum of leadership na- nationwide. I, I dare say globally. And uh, specifically in Washington, there are some great men and women who are serving our country there. But in the White House right now, it uh, I think leadership is grossly lacking. Yes. And so I think this is just further proof and evidence to support that. Speaking of interesting leadership, hmm. I go now to the Jerusalem Post. And no, we're not going to talk about the situation in Jerusalem right now when it comes to, and Israel, when it comes to the judicial reform issue in Jerusalem. Again, I, we'll tackle that on another episode because I think actually that is a very interesting uh, piece of world news mm-hmm. that we need to focus on. There's now a push for an actual written constitution in Israel. They've been a nation since 1948, and they do not have a constitution written down because, again, you're dealing with multiple factions, and it's really hard to keep a colloquial. Uh, a collective government in in place there for any sort of time, a coalesced government. This from the Jerusalem Post. This was on March 13th. Little dated, but it leads into the second piece that I'm going to reference. This headline in the Jerusalem Post, Zelensky, Ukraine seeks, quote, spiritual independence and acts against the church. Zelensky and other Ukrainian leaders have accused the long-established Ukrainian Orthodox Church of undermining Ukrainian unity. A.K.A. Russian Orthodox. Yes, because yeah. the Ukrainian Orthodox Church really is kind of a subsect kind of, of the Russian Orthodox. Yeah, and they yes. report, just like a, the, the Catholic Church reports to the Vatican, right. they report back to, uh, well, I don't want to say Mother Russia, yeah, but yeah. They, they report back to the Russian Orthodox Church. Yes. Um, what's interesting about this is that they ordered the church the Friday before this article was written, so early March, to leave its base in the 980-year-old Petrsk-Lavra Monastery Complex, prompting then-Russian Orthodox Patriarch uh, Kirill to write to Pope Francis and ask Pope Francis to step in here and help Mm -hmm. them out and keep the church there. Now, Zelensky said in his address at the time, one more step towards strengthening our spiritual independence was taken this week. He didn't refer to the direct order. Again, this is to get the Orthodox Church of Ukraine out of this compound, out of this monastery, because he believes, Zelensky and other Ukrainian officials believe that they are working hand-in-glove with the Russians when it comes to the Russian invasion of Ukraine. We go now to a more recent report, this dated April 1st. No, it's not an April Fool's joke. Ukraine places priests under house arrest for allegedly justifying Russian aggression. A Ukrainian court placed a leading Orthodox priest under house arrest Saturday, accusing him of justifying the the Russian aggression, days after he, quote, allegedly cursed Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. I mean, like, I'm curious, and, and I don't think it really spells that out. Does that mean, like, he 
cursed him, like he said or, bad words against him. Or he him, put or a he curse like, on him. I'll put a spell on you kind of thing. Well, I, I don't know. I would assume it's like he probably um, pronounced a curse or something oh, like okay. that. Like they wouldn't like, you know, yeah. Old Testament or even New Testament yeah, when sure. Jesus okay. orders the fig tree to, to wither. Interesting. Uh, Metropolitan Pavel, the abbot of Ukraine's revered uh, Lavra Monastery that we just mentioned in the Jerusalem Post article, denied that he ever supported Russia's aggression <laughs> and charged that Ukraine's action against him was politically motivated. Earlier this week, the priest allegedly threatened, here's the cursing, yeah. that Zelensky would face damnation. Oh, okay. So the court ruled against uh, the the abbot, placed an ankle monitor on him, and sentenced him to two months under house arrest. Awfully Jeremiah Wright of him. Interesting. It, it's interesting because, I, and, and again, I don't, I want to be careful here because I feel like I'm going to anger the entire Western world. Doesn't it seem a little odd that the leader of the nation that's supposedly standing in the gap for democracy and freedom is actively working to silence an entire sect of the Christian church? Doesn't yeah. that seem a bit odd to anyone else? Yeah, and I, 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 I will maybe we not, the line here not a bit. push back, but I, I will say that it is very interesting how some of the propaganda that's flowed Oh, through, 100%. through the church, the Russian Orthodox, through the Ukrainian Orthodox Church. Um, and and honestly, we live in an age of propaganda and propagandizement, if that mm-hmm. I, if it wasn't a word, I just made it a word. You can um, propagandize the, something. The, yeah. the pushing of propaganda, not just through the church, but ultimately through the greatest religion, which is social media. Sure. Um, and, you know, there's been a lot of confusion and chaos surrounding the invasion of Ukraine. Um, through social media, you've got some saying that the Russians are good. You've got some saying the Ukrainians are good. Right. You've got some saying that nobody's good. And really, the point to make here is that there's a lot of confusion and chaos. And I think that our ultimate enemy loves that. He loves when people don't know what in the world is going on. Um but and I think that's where a lot of a lot of um, Americans are, Westerners are, mm-hmm. when it comes to this. We don't know what truth really is when it comes to this sort of thing. Now we know the concrete truth of God's word and that sort of thing. But we, if you don't know this, I'm just going to let you in on a little secret that you'll learn soon enough if you look at the world as a whole. We only see the world through a very small window that we're. Um, allowed allowed to, see. to see through that we can see through because you can't be in Kiev, Ukraine right now. You can't be in Moscow, Russia right now. You can't be in Beijing, China or Jerusalem right now. And you can't be in all those places at once. And so you have to rely on people who are there to tell you what's happening. You can't be in, if you live in Lexington, you can't be in Lada or um Leesville. Uh, Leesville. That's you can be close thing. to Leesville, actually. Yeah, kind of. You're pretty but, close. But if something's happening in Sandy Run and you're in Harbison, you're not going to know about it unless somebody tells you that's sure. happening. The, sa- the same is true uh, universally and, and globally. So we have to rely on the window that we see through, which most of the time is either TV, print media, or now the dawn age of social media. And so a lot of people are left scratching their head because if it's on the internet, it must be true. That's I what think, Abraham Lincoln I, said. I, I was going to say, I think Abraham looked through his you know, um, uh, bifocals, uh, yes. according to the meme I've seen. After creating electricity. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, well, the internet. Uh, I think no, he created nice. the internet in Al Gore's basement. Nice. Um, but you're welcome. Nice. I, I think what we have to remember here is that every, and I don't want to say, uh, 
let me say it this way. I think everything that we see on the internet needs a, uh, to be viewed through a healthy skepticism. We need to be careful with what we read, what we hear, even what we see on videos now, because with deep fakes and things like that, mm, not mm-hmm. everything that we see, hear, or read is absolutely 100% Correct. biblical, Bible truth. Or even true. At <laughs> all. Um, and so I think it's important for us to have a healthy skepticism. With that said, what we see going on in Ukraine right now uh, is very concerning. Calls for concern. Very no concerning. And I think um, it may be a well, it's already happening in the Western world as well. Uh, yeah. Ontario, Canada, uh, places like that. So and Churches it's ha- were shut down here, y'all. Just a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, and some of them have never recovered. And you may, be a, you may have been a member of one of those churches. Right. So we've got to pay attention. Religious liberty is one of the fundamentals of what Palmetto Family stands for. Right. And so you will always see us going to bat for religious liberty uh, to make sure that people have the opportunity to live their faith. Far and wide. The U.N. High Commission, last point on this, the U.N. High Commission for Human Rights last week said that it was concerned that Ukraine's state actions against the Ukrainian Orthodox Church could be, quote, discriminatory, according to a Newsweek report. Well, son of a gun. Uh, the U.N. <laughs> urged... Be. Could the, be. Could be. The U.N. urged the country to give a fair trial to anyone charged with a crime. A, American media would say, well, actually, I'm pretty sure Zelensky's the victim here. Uh, that's how we treat uh, actions against Christians now. We move – sorry. Uh, there, there are two things here, and then we have an elephant in the room yeah. that we probably we, need we to get to. We buried the lead. Buried Most of you are wondering when we're ever going to talk about you know the elephant in the room. But first – But first – we told you we're going to talk about beer and country music. Here's here, the beer segment. Here at Palmetto Family, I'm not advocating for you to drink beer. Yeah, I, I can't, actually. Um, I, I would encourage you not to. Um, but again, don't. your own choices are your own yeah, choices. Don't drink in excess. You know. Yeah. All and right. It, it, uh, I just got in trouble with half the audience for saying even that. So. Uh, Discipline. Discipline. <laughs> All right. Discipline. Let's, let's move on to the, the topic the, the Bud Light. Bud Light. Widely regarded as one of the worst beers, um, is under fire today because I don't know if you know this, but March Madness wraps up again. We're recording this as of twelve fifty-five p.m. on Monday, April the third, two thousand twenty-three, year of our Lord. Yeah, I was waiting for that part. Um, I butchered it today. It's all right, guys. (sighs) Tonight we have a national championship game, and help me. It's between the San Diego State Aztecs and the University of Connecticut Huskies. In men's college basketball. By the way, congratulations to the LSU Tigers and the best women's basketball coach currently coaching right now, and that's Kim Mulkey, uh, on winning their national championship, 102 to, I believe, 85. Big, big or the one. Iowa Hawkeyes. The LSU's really good. And so is Caitlin Clark, by the way. Um, but March Madness is going on. Mm-hmm. And to capitalize on March Madness, Bud Light announced that they were going to have a new spokesperson. Emphasis on the person. Who is this? It's not a spokesman. Spokes- it's not a spokeswoman. Is Maybe it a it's a spokesgirl. Because Bud a Light... girl. Just a tiny little girl. Bud Light has partnered... He's so dainty. ...with Dylan Mulvaney. Y- yes. EO, is it EOS? The, the, EOS, EOS is spot, partnered with him. Stick. Kate Spade. Yeah. Here's the thing. Been to the White House. God, Bud, love, God love you. Bud Light... Joe Biden has no idea who Dylan Mulvaney is. 
He doesn't Bud know Light. who the man in the mirror is. Bud Light. Sorry. Bud Light obviously doesn't know. I'm telling you what. Let's. How do we appeal to the 22 year old college male <laughs> who wants nothing more than to drink and find women? Well, I of, know. Think about it. They've already got the hook in the 40 and 50 year old man. Okay, they're gonna drink. Uh, and and I'm just speaking in very like clear and pragmatic terms here. They're already going to drink beer. And whatever's on sale generally is what they're going to buy. Sure. So as long as they lower the margins enough to keep... So now we're saying we need to get the young college Coors? kids? Is it Bud? Bud. Bud it's light. Bud Light. Oh, not yeah. Coors Light. Careful. Ooh, not yeah. silver bullets no here. No silver bullets. It's like... No Blue Mountains. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, wow. Advertising works, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, you're right. They're going after a different... And I, I don't even know how to describe the different, but a different demo here, a different demographic. And they've chosen Dylan Mulvaney, a grown man that thinks he's a little girl. Trans- let, me, let me say that again. A grown biological male who thinks, who has dysphoria mm-hmm. and thinks he's a little girl. Trans TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney, this according to Fox News, was announced as the latest spokesperson for Bud Light. In a pair of videos that were attacked on social media. Here we attacked. go. Republicans pounce. Oh my um, goodness. All the pouncing. Trans activists, the trans activists revealed on Saturday that the beer company sent packs of Bud Light featuring the influencer's face on the can as a way to celebrate the 365 days of girlhood milestone that oh. Mulvaney recently reached. Some girls reached that on their first birthday. <clears throat> Pardon me. That, that was good. Wow, we're getting uh on his video yeah. in his video, Dylan said, Happy March Madness. Just found out this had to do with sports and not just saying it's a crazy month. <laughs> in celebration of this sports thing, Bud Light is giving you the chance to win fifteen thousand dollars. That's still not enough to cover for any sort of surgery that Dylan Mulvaney will eventually have because he hasn't had any surgery yet other than some facial reconstruction. So apparently, March Madness lends and yields to April stupidity. It also, they also, the second video had Dylan Mulvaney in a bathtub drinking a beer. Is that, is that him at the White That's House? That's him at the White House. This is him in the bathtub. That's a man, by the way, with a bunch of beer in a bubble bath, which again, know your audience. I thought um, he was more of a White Claw guy. Remember, right here, here we go. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. I'm not going to put this on the screen because it's alcohol. But remember when Budweiser used to be known as the king of beers? And now you have a trans now, person. Now what? The, is, yeah. Now, They've also um, released a can that says celebrate everyone's identity. She, they, she, her, they, them, he, him. And there's uh, rainbows on the Bud Light Aren't you can. just tired at this point? They're You're shoving exhausted. it down your throat. They're doing Whether everything like they can. Whether you like it or not. Yes. Yes. Because uh, uh, Get uh, with Marsh. The times. Marsh. The uh, 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 TikTok person, something Marsh, Jeffrey Marsh. I don't do TikTok. Said that, said in Chinese. his video, said in his video, well, this is on Instagram Reels because I trust Meta. Uh, <laughs> so, so he said, he said that you, you, you may not like us, but you will respect. That's right. It was very threatening. Fear, it was very threatening. Fear me. You may not fear like me, me, but you will, but you fear, will me. fear me. I just, I, I just want people to like, fear how much they like me. Well done. One final story before we get to the elephant in the room. The, the elephant in the room. What is it? Mm. Uh, we'll get to the it's elephant coming, in the room. It's coming, but wait. If, if, Last if night, beer is a drag, 
Country music is too. Oh uh, no, I'm now I'm a child of country music. It's really what we listened to some when George I was a Strait kid. And Alan Jackson I grew up. I was born in the mid nineties. I Garth Brooks. Mid nineties. So Don't I grew up, you say Reba? I grew up on eighties and nineties mm-hmm. country, and for the most part, early two thousands, it yeah. was still Our pretty solid. Rascal Flats. Yeah, uh, Rascal Flats was pretty new. I miss Mayberry. Uh, yeah. So who drank <laughs> who drank cherry coke in Mayberry? Ice with Andy Griffith. Ice it was, cold. It was so country music in its lore is really known for just a couple of things, right, in their song lyrics. It's love, guns. Like, if you play the country song backwards, you get your gun back, your truck back, your dog back, and your girl back. Yep. You know, God, family, love, good country life. Yeah. Simple things. The CMT Music Awards were on last night. I know, breaking news, you didn't even know about it. Uh, (laughs) The ratings are, are amazing. Kelsey Ballerini co-hosted the awards. Who is she? she? Exactly. She was joined. Uh, she's a country singer. She was joined on stage by a quartet of RuPaul drag race drag queens. Thank goodness. To perform her hit single, If You Go Down, I'm Going Down Too. Which, by the way, we listened to the song. We watched the performance. Awful song. Like, it is just what not it reminded, good. What it reminded me of, Justin, was every generation has this idea. You have fried green tomatoes... Everybody knows the fried green tomato story, and then you've got Dixie Chicks, or um, what are they just now? The Chicks? They're just the Chicks now because Dixie how, is how dare you send a pejorative at women? Uh, but we won't talk about the South. Why are you assuming they're women? Um, well, dudes, I, we're there just calling go. the dudes. There you go. Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And they had Earl had to die. They did uh, about a woman suffering. Yeah, woman suffering. Well, now that was bad. That was a pretty interesting. Story. It's yeah, good, right. good music video. And now we've got basically, she says in the song, "I'll spend thirty to life going down with you in case you have to kill your husband." Or Here's the lyrics like for you. Here's the lyrics oh, dear, for you. Because dirt come. is on, dirt on you is dirt on me, and we both know our hands ain't clean. If it all blows up and we end up on the news, if you go down, I'm going down. I'm too. going down too. Wow. Uh, continue to be your authentic self," said one of the drag queens <laughs> before the show. So encouraging for young CMT ladies. CMT tweeted, "What can't our hosts do?" At Kelsey Ballerini, absolutely slayed her hashtag CMT awards performance. Rainbow emoji. Um, but before the show, uh, he, he, yes, Ballerini paid tribute to the Nashville shooting victims, quote, I pray deeply. Mm. To who? That closeness and community we feel for the next few hours of music can soon turn into action, like real action that moves us forward together to create change for the safety of our kids and our loved ones. I agree with you, Kelsey. I agree with you. So maybe we should have less gun-free zones around schools, and maybe we should, you know, ramp up security, or, 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 or I don't know. Maybe we should deal with the mental disorders that are ravaging our country right now, yeah, and not limited people. to, but including transgenderism. Yeah. Um. So, again. I've kind of been listening to a little bit more country music. It says the weather gets warmer. You start yeah. watching baseball. You yeah. get an urge to go back to a simpler time. You start listening to the 80s and 90s country. And uh, you won't catch me listening to this song. I'll tell you that. And at the end, by the way, at the end of the performance, there's confetti flying everywhere. And there's and the rainbow. Queen. There's rainbow on the thing. Clever set design. The Clever set, set design, design was design, neat. But... But it's still watching it. It felt like the audience wasn't really there. They weren't. That you could see some young ladies like miming the words, they singing were along, like they know the song. Um, they were lip syncing almost as good well as, as she, she was. was. Yeah. Um, but so, so beer and country music has gone completely drag. So that's great. That's fun. Uh, I feel 
never mind. I'm going to stop because I would lose some viewers by making that comment. I'll share that one with you off air. Oh, dear. That is terrible news for a certain population <laughs> across the country. And finally. The yeah, let's talk about the elephant in the Elephant room. in the room. We won't spend much time it's on great it. Great big elephant. He's traveling from Mar-a-Lago. Former President Donald Trump Not to is, mimic the former sure, president. Sure, is traveling uh, currently. Yep. I'm sure he's probably there by now. To, uh, Trump to Trump Tower in New York, where tomorrow he will face arraignment on an indictment. Mm-hmm. He will be arrested yep. and charged with possibly 34 counts. Now, tomorrow the indictment counts. will be will be unsealed, and we will mm-hmm. actually see what the charges are. Mm-hmm. I don't foresee this going anywhere. I don't see how the DA really has a case here. But again, the whole point is to get the mug shot. That's right, it. Right. We need him holding up the little placard. If we get him in an orange jumpsuit, that'd be great. But we just need him holding up the placard. We need the fingerprint. So in 2024, Joe Biden or whoever else they trot out can just play this on a loop in every campaign video from now until kingdom come. I, well, and The I goal think, is to get the mug shot. I, well, and as many of you are probably thinking the same thing I am right now, that plan is going to backfire because President Trump would also play the same thing on loop and say, if they're coming after me, you better believe they're coming after you. He said the same thing in 2019 and 2020. I'm the only thing standing in between them, the bad guys, to, and you. I need to change that strategy the American then. They used it in 2020. People. Um, so I think he's going to keep playing that. And, you know, during Vision 24, sure. we heard Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, we heard... Uh, Nikki Lindsay, Haley shortly after. Lindsey Graham. We heard several others echoing the same sentiment sure. that, you know, basically an indictment and possible arrest of President Donald Trump yeah. would bolster his chances of not only being the nominee in 24 for the Republican Party, but also going on to win the, the election uh, in November. Well, he's reeled in $4 million. In campaign yeah. donations since this was since, announced. Yeah. So, so that's a that lot of money. Two Saturdays ago. Yeah. Two well, or three, three, Saturdays three Saturdays ago. ago. So, you know, I, I I see this plan for, you know, and, and for them, for the left, listen, Justin, listen, viewers, this is not a plan. This is just the execution of justice. Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> sure. Um, sorry. Uh, On charges I, they haven't told us about. I, well, specifically surrounding campaign finance charges um but i'm just gonna say that if you've been around politics long enough to to for one election cycle you'll notice irregular irregularities in campaign finance uh for all kinds of things um from lots of different people and i'll just say on both sides of the aisle um so it's very interesting that they're going after the former president of the united states on charges Related specifically to campaign finance. On March 30th, the former Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, tweeted, The grand jury has acted upon the facts and the law. Hear, hear. <laughs> no one is above the law. Including uh, hairdressers in San Francisco. I'll agree with that. What about insider trading? No one is above the law, and everyone has a right to a trial to prove innocence including two impeachment hearings? Wait, I'm confused. Hold on. Everyone has the right to a trial to prove innocence. Now, I live in a country where you're proven innocent. You're innocent until proven uh, guilty. Oh, that's that's right. Hopefully the former president will peacefully respect the system which grants him that right to a trial to prove his innocence. So, we go now to what President Trump is saying. 
This he uh, truthed. He's having fun. I guess you it's can true. tell he's having fun. This is what he says. I will be leaving Mar-a-Lago at Monday at 12 noon, heading to Trump Tower in New York, and on Tuesday morning I will be going to, believe it or not, the courthouse. America was not supposed to be this way. The corrupt DA has no case. It is impossible, all caps, for me to get a fair trial. It must be changed. It's a Trump-hating judge. Must be changed. DA hates me. Must be changed. Um, this is only going to help him in the interim. Now, yeah, for now sure. there are other more serious charges pending against Donald yeah, Trump. By the way, um, that could impact the 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 election process or the you know the the, the campaign. Right. And we will see. Asa Hutchinson, former governor of Arkansas, just announced his campaign for presidency, and he said that it'd be best if Donald Trump just went away, <laughs> for lack of a better term. He said that this is too much of a distraction. Where does the line go as we close up the show today? Right now, this is doing really well for polling. This is doing really sure. well for fundraising. Right. At what point should this continue? Because let's be honest with you. Democrats want Donald Trump to run for president. They feel it's their best opportunity to win the presidency right. back. They right. want him to win the nomination but they think they can beat him. Sure. Now, so where's the line for, 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 for conservative voters here on this is our guy, this is who we want, they're going after him because they're really coming for us, and how long before they go, all of these distractions, we, we might need to step away from the sideshow? Well, and that's a good question, and I don't know exactly where that line is, but I will say this. For those who are dyed-in-the-wool Trump supporters, this will galvanize them. Sure. This will motivate them, and and well, it should galvanize all conservatives right. for that matter. So right now, I'll say this: for those that may have been leaning toward Trump, this will push them in. Mm-hmm. For those that said they, and for the never Trumpers, this will galvanize them. Yes, and they will say, "See, we told you he's a bad guy." Even the conservative never Trumpers will jump up and down and scream, "We told you so! We told you so! We told you so!" And this goes back to what I was saying earlier. The problem with the media and journalisming, as we see it today, is very, very everywhere. little truth, yep. very little true journalistic integrity ever gets displayed by the by the media. Period. What? Whether it's local. He whether, stared. He stared at the camera. Whether it's <laughs> national, whether it's international. Very little integrity is left in the media. Sure. And for the American people, including social media. Sure. Whether that's bots, whether that's misinformation or disinformation, some of that happens and some of it doesn't. Right. Whatever the case is, please understand this. Be, uh, and and this is going to sound very conspiratorial, very and I and I'm I'm gonna throw out a term here and I know we're gonna get crawled for this and I'm gonna get in trouble. It, it almost sounds QAnon like. It's not. It's real and I think you have to pay attention. Be on a quest for the truth. Mm. The truth. You know, going into Holy Week and and, and for those of you that uh, are celebrating Easter and we had um, Palm Sunday yesterday. What is that question that? Pilate asked Jesus, what is truth? This is not anything new. The leader of that geographic area of uh, of the Roman province at the time looked at the Savior of the world and asked, what is truth? And so many of you 
are asking that very same question, maybe in a little different way, mm-hmm. right now, whether it's beer cans, whether <laughs> it's country music, whether it's polling, whether it's spy balloons, pre- spy balloons whether it's pre- uh, 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 president of a foreign country locking up pastors or priests. Inflation, economy, border. I mean, you just run down the line. And this, the, the core, the core question, I think most people are asking, and maybe you yourself are asking, what is truth? And so take a step back, look at the world biblically, from a biblical worldview, and understand that there is truth. There is a way, and as we'll celebrate on Easter, there is life, and you can have that life. Wow, that sounded a little preachy. That did. I'm sorry, we good. went to the preachy Ath- stuff. Athanasius of Alexandria says, if yes. the world is against the truth, then I am against the world. And I would encourage you to make that your motto. Yeah. Make that, wear that, wear that, because what we're, we're bombarded every day. Be warriors Be true. warriors for the light. Be warriors for the truth. You you hold the greatest key to the world. You know, and, and I'll say this, and we'll start the wrap. You know, everybody's looking for revival right now. Let me tell you, and let me be very clear, you hold the key to revival inside of you if you're a believer in Christ and the Holy Spirit living and dwelling and, and breathing through you is the key to change, true spiritual change. And let me tell you, the only change we need in America, in South Carolina, in the world, is the change that Jesus Christ, God, and the Holy Spirit offer. So no be question. the change. Live the change. Allow Christ to live through you. Enjoy your Holy Week as yeah. we move forward. We're getting... Uh, ever closer, and you can actually follow me on social media. I'm I'm kind of using this opportunity to drop some pictures from a trip to Israel. I love it. Uh, as we as we walk through this week and the different things that take place, take moments. I was talking to some folks last night. Take so take a moment to meditate on the things that Jesus said and did in his final week of earthly ministry before he ultimately, in full control of the situation, surrendered himself uh, on behalf of you and yeah. I. That's all the time we have on today's edition of the program. We'll be back later this week for more talks and discussions. Hopefully the Braves is, are going to stay above 500 as we continue on. That has been a task the last couple of years, so we'll see if they can do so. We'll keep these up here as long as they keep on winning. we got plenty more to get to throughout this week, including more work on protecting children in South Carolina and is paramutual sports betting heading to South Carolina? Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that later this week as well for Kevin Caiello, Mitch Prosser. I am Justin Hall. Enjoy your Holy Week. Enjoy the end of March Madness. Enjoy the, the Masters. Masters. Whatever you do to celebrate this week, we hope you have a great time doing it. We'll be back later this week here on the fastest growing and strongest conservative talk show in South Carolina, the Common Defense Show.